0: Just the fact that they believe that he's the best yeah, coach, he's yeah. unbelievably powerful.
1: Then, if the fact that he is as well, like that's the buy-in that sometimes coaches, if there's any bit of doubt, they don't get that. Subscribe to the Football Pod wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave
0: or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Alright, Gavin Comiskey is with us to talk to us about the Republic of Ireland against France. Kickoff is at 7.45 tonight. Uh, Gavin, have you picked your probable team in the papers today? I haven't had a chance to check it yet.
1: I have, yeah. Um, there's a couple of either ors, though. Um, looked like Seamus Coleman sh- trained. Well, he trained for the first 15 minutes yesterday, so if Seamus is declared fit, I think he might bump Darrow Shea out of the team. Otherwise, it's McLean comes in for O'Douda. Egan Collins Dardy Bazunu, Cullen Knight Malumby uh, Evan Ferguson and I think Ogbenny's legs up front as well to run all night um,
0: It's interesting right because Vinnie Park has been in for the last couple of weeks and he thought that Adam Ede if he was fully fit was actually going to be the first choice for the the games and that actually there might be a, a sense of perhaps holding Evan Ferguson in reserve which you know we were talking to him as like that that is a tricky high wire act to play when you're a manager who has very fragile confidence particularly from um the the press pack and if you were not to pick your vundekind for the big game it would just seem like a kind of you know very risky high wire act
1: that's that's crazy i don't think that'll happen um i think kenny's put Stephen kenny's in a good position at the moment no matter what happens tonight i still think he's in a good position like you saw what happened to the Dutch. There's absolutely, it's very hard to see how Ireland, kind of, Ireland can avoid a 4-0 defeat, but there's no, like a 2-0 defeat or a 3-0 defeat, like most teams in the world should be, will have to, would have to swallow that. Um, I think, honestly, back in December when Kenny was plotting this game and with Keith Andrews and John O'Shea, I do think that they considered Adamida as the, the perfect outball guy up front on his own with maybe a Benny or Obafemi off him. Um, he was beginning to play for Norwich again. I, I watched one Norwich game and he wasn't playing well. He hasn't, Kenny says he's, he, Adam Ead has been consistently in the Norwich team. He hasn't been a couple of 90 minutes in a row, but one goal it's since December. Um, no, uh, Ida is fit again now. He has recovered from that foot injury. And I think before Evan Ferguson starts scoring goals and start doing, start proving himself to be a Premier League caliber striker, yeah, it was gonna be Ferguson off the bench with Ida. But then that's all changed since he's got he's start going on this goal spree since New Year's Eve against Arsenal. So God, if if he held Ferguson tonight, um he really needs a result.
0: Yeah. You can't leave him out, can you? No, I don't think so. Uh there was the other um thing that uh Vinnie was talking about was perhaps like having a a, a box of four midfielders and so um, it, you could play Knight and Malumbi and Cullen and maybe Smallbone or somebody else in that role. So it's it's actually they're kind of it's two tens behind Ferguson as a an outlet. So you don't actually play a second striker, and then you have Ogbeni in reserve, uh, and you have Obafemi in reserve if you want it. But that you've got a lot of hard running midfield power uh, to try and counteract what France going to do tonight, which is obviously very very difficult because they're so bloody good
1: yeah yeah and um, that's not a bad idea and that wouldn't be alien to this squad because before they went three five two that was the the two tens behind the striker was how they played against say serbia at home portugal at home and that was how they showed out and either was very good in that system but uh yeah that's i think three in midfield is enough what well, yeah this is the thing do you play like ferguson is a kind of a nine ten ten so you uh, that's why of a family has a chance but Tonight's a night for work and running and gladiacism and staying focused in a game. Obafemi, I think, is definitely the future of Irish football, but I don't know if he's the man for tonight. Uh, I don't see how he—he he hasn't shown enough for Burnley to convince me that against the Champions League fully stocked Champions League eleven, he's gonna um, make an impact. So I think it's—I um, think it's a, like Kenny's right when he plants he his flag and goes, "We're not going to go backwards." We are a team that will," he said. "He was one of the Ireland, one of the best passing teams in Europe, which is plainly not true." Um, I think he kind of created a rod for him, for his back there with that comment yesterday, but otherwise, um, it was great to hear what he said. It was really bullish. It was really a, kind of a battle cry going. We're we're going to stay true to our principles that we've developed over the last two and a half years. Um, so yeah, if there's if there is a box in midfield, if it is a free... Three, two, two, one system. That's fine. They've done it before. They only kind of went away from that in the last year. So, yeah, that's understandable. When you say, Gavin, it's a night for, for work and running, it's almost like a blueprint for Will Smallbone's game. And he'd probably consider himself unlucky not getting into the team tonight, given his performance against Latvia, albeit being a friendly. But I guess the problem there is, who do you leave out? Yeah, I think it's ideal for... I don't think it's ideal for Will Smallbone, simply because he's the kind of player that needs to be on the ball. And I just don't see how he gets on the ball with Rabiot to Khomeini. Mm. and even Griezmann. See the way Griezmann created the first goal by slipping back in and putting in a slight tackle on that poor Ajax midfielder. Um, so, no, I mean, Knight and Malumbi are running machines week in, week out. Granted, in League One for Knight nice and and Malumbi at, <clears throat> in the Championship, but they are they will <clears throat> they will run themselves into the ground. Um, they have Josh Cullen then sitting in behind them, and that does bring us a, a, a relative security. But um, I watched. I was lucky enough to go to a, lot, a couple of France games during the World Cup in Qatar, and I watched uh, the Australia game in particular. Mbappe was like switched on from second one at the World Cup. It was, it was as good. A, it was a revelation. He, it was, it was like a thrilling and excitement to see as you compare it to any other sportsman or any other sportswoman I've ever seen. Um, Atkinson from Hearts was. It was the right back against him for the France Australia game. And Maddie Cash from Aston Villa was the right back. And Kyle Walker then in the England game. And they were all doubled up. They were all protected every time. And even he still did that first goal he scored against the Dutch on Friday night there, where the slightly diagonal run and he just leaves people for dead. He still does that. When he, like, Maddie Cash is brilliant. You can find a couple of interviews, the Aston Villa fullback who's got a Polish grandfather. You can find a couple of interviews with him about how he, um, I watched him. I watched him. I didn't watch the game. Dan McDonald was sitting beside me. And all I did was watch Maddie Cash that night for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And Dan watched the match. And he was world class. He stayed with him. In the first 44 minutes, he dispossessed Mbappe clean and walked out twice. Um, He got put in his ass once. And then on 44 minutes, he tried to foul Mbappe when he was setting up the goal for Giroud. Um, And again, I don't think Giroud will start. I think Kolo Muane is another one who's going to come in and he's going to retain his place. But um, you can do whatever. What I'm trying to say is, you can do whatever you want with Mbappe. Um, if you stock up too heavily, there, Griezmann will switch to play, and they'll do you on the other side. Now Dembelli's not playing, but Coleman looks okay. So um, yeah, it does. I, 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 there, there's no need for hope or like that tonight. It's just about them. Um, you just want to see Ireland play above themselves. But they've never had this test. He, he can. Kenny's kind of pushed to. Uh, we had Portugal and Serbia. This is a whole other. It's a whole other different level. It's not comparable.
0: Yeah, just for anybody who's forgotten the World Cup, obviously, they beat Australia 4 1 and they beat Poland 3 1. And uh, on those, you know.
1: <laughs> and like Matty Cash, I, I, I swear to God, go back and watch this. He had the game of his life at right back. and Mbappe got two goals and an assist and destroyed him two, three times. And there was yeah. about another six occasions where he was just world class, where we're reading the play and tackled.
0: So the, the range of outcomes here <clears throat> does include us getting absolutely annihilated. Like, you know, there is a possibility. Mbappe's talking about um, trying to break the 41 goals uh, to catch Platini in the the role of honour as he tracks down those records. And he seems to be very enthusiastically chasing those records as opposed to just being kind of manufactured. Um, So it's not beyond the bounds of possibility (coughs) that they absolutely kill us tonight.
1: Yeah, but there's not beyond the realms of possibility that they could have beaten uh, Argentina. Like five, three in the World Cup final, you know. This is um, this that's, is just something that's giving me
0: comfort, Kevin. Is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> look, it, it, a bit more optimism, <laughs> lads. Come on. No, I think, <laughs> I think I think I think it's important to set the, the scene. Yeah, here. of course. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. We, this isn't a back to the wall heroic nil all likely. That's very very
1: it, unlikely. Like he could he could score five goals and catch Griezmann. But um, when I was writing a preview about this game, you have to be first of all you have to be you have to deal with reality. And then you have to deal with the greatest Irish qualification performances ever. And none of them, we didn't see them coming. Like we, did, I remember 2001, September 2001, we didn't see that performance against the Dutch coming. What we knew was we'd be competitive and, and the Netherlands would have to earn their right to go to that World Cup. We didn't know that Roy Keane was going to cut through the back of uh, Overmars and destroy uh, a, a future Barcelona midfield in Kaku and Van Bommel. You know, we didn't. We didn't. It, it just came. It happened. We knew there was the grounds there for a performance, and I think that the grounds are there for an Irish performance tonight. But one of the greatest ones we've ever seen at Lansdowne Road, like something that, like I know that Kenny, uh, the management showed the players the seventy-seven and eighty-one wins. Liam Brady's lovely little goal in seventy-seven, and Robinson's winner, the three-two win in eighty-one. But like that was Platini's. That was Platini's team, and this team is better. Like Marcel, Mark, put it. Let me put it this way: I'm going to one much about their attack. This, I thought their solidity, the Dutch had chances and Ireland will create chances. But Marcel Desai has gone on record saying this is the greatest French defence he's ever seen. <laughs> and he played in that 2000 back four uh, with Laurent Blanc. Um, so, yeah, I thought their back four um, looks really, really tight. Um, Canate and Upacan are uh, Milan centre back. Um, like they haven't missed Varane. That was, that's, that's probably the scariest thing. So, yeah, we have to be realistic, but. Special Lansdowne days do come from mm. people like me saying they've no chance in ten hours before kickoff, you know. So you know that's these day there is the possibility for it to happen. And as Kenny said, the atmosphere will be electric. But he he also said we're one of the best, better passing teams yeah. in Europe. Yeah, so, I, I, I think the yeah. atmosphere
0: will be very good. I think that uh, the crowd will definitely get behind them, and I think that you know we we can hope. One one thing you you're talking about uh, if Coleman plays, it's. In the three, as opposed to the right wing back, is that your instinct at the moment?
1: Well, for starters, he's played in the three. Well, no, he, sorry, last at the end of last year he did play. He played right wing back, but he's got a tie strain, so you're not going to play him right wing back. And also, he's proven himself decent there in that centre of the three. Also, he's such an influential figure. If he did, did get through that training session we watched yesterday, we saw 15 minutes of it. He got through the other 45 minutes of it. I just thought Daryl O'Shea's distribution was poor. I thought Obama Delhi was poor against Latvia. Um, he looked a bit rusty, he was struggled in the air. But O'Shea, who's normally such a good passer was, you have to judge him on what we saw. And Egan comes in, is nailed on. Nathan Collins is nailed on. And Dar O'Shea w- probably is a favorite, but if Seamus Coleman is fit, you just can't go into a game of this magnitude without someone of his experience. Um, And he's he's having a grand season. He's playing Premier League all the time because that young Scottish right back at Everton is injured. So, yeah, I'd go with Coleman. I think you have to lean into all your strengths here um, for this one. um, Every single one of them. And Will Smallbone, yeah, you make a good point about him, but just this is a whole different level of quality. And Will Smallbone's all about, you saw how great he was just in that little inside right channel. Um, Yeah, maybe, but I think it and night because Ireland just won't have the ball. Maybe Although the French do the French do let you have it a little bit. So we'll see if we are as of the standard European level passing football nation tonight. We'll find out pretty quickly. Well, it's grand be, It'll be nil-nil with 10 minutes left and Mikey Johnston will come on and take a few take them on with a few runs and it'll be grand. But uh, I wish... For he, Mikey Johnston got name-checked by Deschamps, by the way, by Deschamps last right. night. Um, yeah, we, it was like... The circus is definitely in town. I was in the Aviva yesterday about six o'clock and uh, Mbappe was up first and they tried to do a rehash. The French media tried to do a rehash of that his State of the Nation last Thursday with their Trump political questions on him and all that. And They were going, oh, so you're up again. You're not going to share the leadership. And he was like, look, I'm the captain. My manager has asked me to come forward. He switched into English, perfectly fluent English. He's ready to break American, uh, 2026. But Deschamps, um, neither of them fell into the old trap, you know the British style. We expect Ireland to be um, aggressive and strong. They said the opposite. Both of them were briefed on that one, not to not to give motivation to the crowd straight away or motivation to the team. They said Ireland are not just a robust team anymore. They're, uh, we watched them. They played three at the back, and they are both their eyebrows raised, and they were saying this. Um, and they said they know they're good. And Deschamps name checked Ferguson, and he name checked. Uh, Mikey Johnson, so they, they definitely watched, they're definitely working off the Latvian br- blueprint for how they Mbappe said he only watched the first half, but I think that's enough, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, I mean I, I contain a multitude, all are good and all are bad, so we can expect plenty of shots from outside the penalty area
1: Oh, definitely, yeah um, but also, like the, the the goal that we concede is the goal that Fra- that Tukamani scored, the first goal against England in the World Cup quarter-final so that's that's the one, and I that, thought the gas thing about that was England built their structure around not allowing that shot to happen. As in, Carl Walker was there's a really interesting piece by David Walsh on the eve of the World Cup final in the Sunday Times, where he it did, buried in it. It was really about Southgate saying, I'm going to stay on as England manager. But buried in it is a piece about how Carl Walker was told, and this is Kyle Walker, the greatest right-back of all time, was told not to cross halfway. Because, and that's how, that was their plan from Mbappe. And the one time he crossed halfway, the system the system broke down they went down to right they got the ball across and many had a look at goal so they consider what we consider like unbelievable goals to beat us in the last whatever two three years from Azerbaijan like, uh, Armenia Latvia they consider that like something that they want to create they want to have a look at goal from that distance um, but we only concede those goals against Minos so it's great yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Bazzini will save them tonight Gavin good stuff enjoy the game thanks a million See lads. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.